Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 59. I'm Todd, this is AJ, Yo. and we are back. What's Real Talk? I want to let you know fast. Real Talk's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Up above, you're going to see a link, www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. Click it, you can drop in a question, topic, concern about us, God, the Bible, maybe something in your life. It'll go in completely anonymously. We couldn't find you if we tried. We've tried. That's typically what you're supposed to say there. We've tried. Uh, you also have a little liquid on your beard, so... Uh, so anyway, yeah, we uh, want to get that over with quick so we don't bore you. So anyway, nice welcome business. 59 episodes in, and we're excited to be here with you. We are here, better than ever, and you guys may notice something different. Why don't you guys let us know what's different? It's his beard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. It's everything. So, I mean, what a, what is different? We're, you know, I feel a little weird about it. I feel a little uncomfortable. It's not yeah. my normal scene. It's a little weird. Yeah. Definitely. But... Uh, we do have a couple questions today that were put in to the database, so thank you to those that asked. We'll get to those, but we typically like to start, and we're just going to dive right in, guys. Um, we want to talk about kind of how our weeks are going. Before we do that, one other thing. Guys, we need your help. You know, we if this has blessed you in any way, um, if you're listening to this point, would you join us in this ministry and just share it uh, and like the video and drop a comment below? Um, shout out to a few people I know that, that there's a lot of people that regularly comment, but uh, we just appreciate you guys, so I probably shouldn't shout them out because I'd shout out like 10. But <laughs> thank you guys so much. Awesome. So, man, how have you been? So, my week. Uh, first off, um, I just want to go into the fact that, yeah, it does feel weird doing this this layout. You can pull it closer, man. I know, We right? have control, man. You want to have it right in your face? Have it in your face. Do. We'll mess with I, it. I kind of do. Here we go. Now, anyways. That's a weird smile like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, my week. Um... As time goes on, as time goes on, I'm just kidding, but um, as time goes on, what I've realized is none, there's so much stuff that doesn't matter. You know, I, I find myself every day trying to process life, right? You know, I, every once in a while, I have these these nights where I, you know, I sit around. You know, you've been there for them, where I'm like, like, what is life? Like, what about this? What about that? And like, mm -hmm. what did I say that one night? I said something really funny that made you guys laugh. Oh yeah, what was it? He said, "What is the um, what is the appeal of nothing? What is the appeal of nothing? Yeah, just stuff <laughs> like like just no stuff like that. Then. Yeah, no context. You, you'll never know. Um, so and." What I've realized, man, is I've grown, and I don't know if this is just from my upbringing, but even despite being a Christian for, you know, two years, not two years, three years, you know, I still find myself struggling to process things, like, in general. So, like, when I am just sitting around, you know, chilling out, doing whatever, you know, hmm. a lot of the time, I like to think that I can reflect on things, but a lot of the time, my mind feels numb, you know? Hmm. And it's interesting because, like I said, every once in a while I have those breakthrough nights where I'm like, what is life? What are all these things? But, like, I wish – I guess I wish I could do that daily. And I think I can. It just doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Do what? The the talking about it or, like, thinking about it or what do you mean? Actually, like, thinking about it. Because for me, when when I – if I'm being honest, you know, real, um, I feel like when I'm actually thinking about that stuff, I talk about it. So if I'm not talking, I'm probably just numb. Like, I'm not even, like, that. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, and I found myself very quiet, very quiet. 
And that's not always a bad thing, but if it's like every day, and that's kind of what it feels like. It feels like every day I'm just kind of like, not I'm not in a bad place. It's just here, mm-hmm. you know. But like not here. Like I'm I'm like I'm sitting here, but, but you're not mind, really present. Exactly in yeah. a way. And I think we've talked about that before. But like, so like, what is being present? Sometimes I ask myself that. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean you know? It's a great question. You know, does that mean listening to somebody? You know, for real? Because there's I feel like I listen to people pretty well usually. You know, but, um, like, how does that, like, what does that fully look like? Or, you know, how, like, how does it look like to be fully present in a, in a room of five or in a room of four or whatever, even. Or not everyone's even talking to you all the time. Sure. Like, like stuff like that, man. Like, and I, sometimes I think about that stuff and I've come to the conclusion that, man, I just, a lot of the time life, especially for people who are not believers or people who are lost, you know, we tend to just, um. We try to just cover pain and all these things with pleasure, right? Or just whatever we can find to not feel. But for me, being a Christian and, and being, you know, I love I love Jesus. It's very interesting that I still, like, I, I feel like that numbness. Like, I'm just kind of like, Bleh. Where do you think that comes from? I think for me, it, it's something that I was, I was raised in. Hmm. I think I didn't talk about life with anybody. Until I was, you know, like, like truly talk about life. Like I might've had a couple of good conversations here and there in my upbringing, you know, especially like in teenage years, high school. With friends and Sure. Stuff. But like, as far as like any other times there, younger into, you know, middle school and high school, it was very rare for me to actually have a really real conversation with somebody. It was always very service level or it just never got brought up. It was just all about laughing and joking and whatever. And that was it. So I think... I think that's a big reason. Um, I think another reason is I don't... How can I put this? I think I'm scared. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm scared of what what I, what's in there. <laughs> I, I think I get that. But, but go on. What do, you, what do you mean? Like... What, what, where will it lead you that you're afraid of, maybe? Like, you don't have to be specific. Sure. But... Well, I know... I think I've talked about this before, but I know that... You know, I think I could get scared because I know before I came here, you know, I was living in Fort Wayne and I was just like a literal zombie. Like, and I remember um, feeling so numb, but not at the same time. I was feeling everything, but not. It was so crazy. And like, I remember like wanting to die, literally wanting to die. And I think what happened was, is that was me finally like Mm. letting it in. Like, all right. This is what it's going on. And it was like, I... Not distracting yourself. Exactly. Not, you know. And and that came to the conclusion of, I want to die. And I was like, wow, like that was shocking to yeah. me. Like, like I feel like that thought was always there, but I was just, I would always push it down. So when I finally let that out, it was kind of scary. And like, so I think for me, I get scared. Like, I don't want to open that up all the time because then I don't know what's going to happen. Like... Mm. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> it, it makes sense to me because... Yeah. You know, for all of our differences, we've come to find there's a lot of similarities. Right. And I definitely um, do that at times. I run mm-hmm. from myself. Or sometimes even when the picture I get all the time, you know, God meets people out in the wilderness usually. Wilderness being wherever that is, you know, alone. Mm-hmm. And there's times that I feel that call to go there. And I think sometimes that's even inside, right? That out, That wilderness could be, hey, I need you to come in here and meet with me and talk right. to me because I want to look at this. And I run from it because of the same thing. I'm afraid. Yeah. <clears throat> and I justify it. And the thing is, and, and the way I justify it is I'm always like, well, you know what? I'm just trying to be joyful. Or like, I'm trying to choose joy, you know, which I guess in some cases is probably good. Yeah. But not always. 
Like if, if my only justification is like, oh, I'm not going to process these things. I'm not going to think about them because I'm trying to choose joy and, you know, you know, be be a light to all these people. I think that's good unless you're, you know, like, are you really living still? Are you? Like, I don't I don't know. You know, if you're if you're living your life, just cover like, you know, covering all that stuff up and then just is that a mask? I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I think it's cool, man, when you share these things or when people think about these things, because it reminds me of a couple things. <clears throat> it reminds me the idea of thinking about because what you're really thinking about, man, is existence. It's life. It's, <laughs> yeah. you know, what is all of this? Because sometimes <clears throat> maybe people I know you and I have had this talk, but you have these moments of what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, what is this life? Right. Like what? What is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially in moments like we're in right now, it becomes even more. Oh yeah, because some of the distractions are gone. So now you're dealt. You're dealing with okay, what is life? But it reminds me of in the Bible, Psalms, and even more, maybe more so, Ecclesiastes. Where Ecclesiastes, we have this guy, wisest guy in the, the world's ever known, <clears throat> probably human, right? And he is at probably he's at the end of his life. He's had it all. He's been wealthy, rich. Well, it's the same thing. Wealthy, famous. You know, had women and and. Everything he wanted, he wanted. And he's sitting here at the end of his life saying, hey, all of this is nothing, mm-hmm. you know, without That's God. Right. And, and and what does that look like? And even with God, there's moments where – when I think of you saying these things, to me it reminds me of Ecclesiastes when he's asking these crazy questions like meaningless, meaningless, everything is meaningless, mm-hmm. right? Or the rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. Like all of these things about life – Good things happen, bad things happen, and it doesn't seem to make sense. And then yeah. he comes back to God, right? And that's the, the thing we stick to. So I think it's cool I, to encourage you. I think you're in good company yeah. because I think a lot of people, a lot of godly men, people that love God have, have had these same thoughts. And yeah. I think it points back to what it tells us throughout it is, hmm. man, like, I, you just, know, the echoes of Eden, man. We're longing yes. for that. Well, and, you know, one thing I've been reading a lot of Paul, you know, been going through you know, New Testament, and a lot of the time they mention, you know, the mystery of gospel, mystery of gospel. Yeah. And I'm like, man, it is a mystery because, like you said, you know, even if I'm trying to prioritize God in my life, that still doesn't always make it feel like the things I'm doing are worth anything. (sighs) That's deep. Because, like, what does that mean? Like, what? Okay. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm a Christian now. I love God. I'm going to put God above everything. Okay, well then, what does everything else mean? Because <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? Like, I'm not just supposed to, because I already know I'm not supposed to sit here and wake up and go, I'm just going to get on my knees and worship God all day, which is, I mean, it's a bad thing, but like, yeah, you God worship has and mission. how you that life out. Right. Yeah. So like, it's very interesting because then it's so easy. And I think that's why this, to me, this might be like, you know, paralysis over. Analysis by paralysis. Yeah, or paralysis that, by analysis. Yes. Where I think, you know what? Like. I can do that, but I know that God's told me to live my life, and you're on a mission, so you have to go do these things. And through that, you're going to find your gifts. You're going to find things that you enjoy and all these things as long as it's not above God. So then I kind of get paralyzed because I go, well, I, I don't want to find something and put it above God <laughs> because I've been there, and it hurts. And, like, you know, and if he has to, he'll take it away, and like, mm-hmm. that's scary in itself. But then you also don't want to sit here living numb not doing anything. Like being so afraid he's going to take things or being so afraid to make something an idol that you don't live life. Exactly. Yeah. You just kind of sit there. And We've talked about that in relationships. I yes. think specifically, right? Absolutely. Both of us in the past, before we were Christians or at least early on, we would make women our idols, 
a lot of you guys do that. A lot of women do that. And I think both of us have been, you've wrestled this. Certainly I have too. We saw what that did. Yes. The damage of making them idols, both to ourselves, to the to the girl, to our life. Oh, yeah. And so now it's like, it's I don't want to do that. For sure I don't want to do that. It's a big wound. So then you, yeah. And so then it's that wrestling of, okay, I certainly don't want to make her not her an idol. She cannot be more important than God or anything else. So you come over here and then you end up going, well, shoot, am I, am I gone too far? Yes. Am I... And I tend to apply that one. So, like, I'll take that one, that one corner of life, the relationship thing. And I'll, but I'll take that and I'll try to apply it to everything else. So then I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't enjoy this too much. You know, almost more. like you think if you enjoy something too much, that's making it an idol. In a way, <laughs> no, I think that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's true, but I think that's a really deep way to look at it. Like, is that part of the? Is that a way the enemy can get us too? He's like, okay, I can't make you not make things idle, so. I'm going to make you afraid to have joy. I'm going to make you afraid to enjoy things because yeah. I'm going to make you go, oh, am I making it an mm-hmm. idol? Right, because then he's creating doubt and like, I don't know, man. It's just what a what a mystery life is. But really. that's, you know, but that brings me back to that's not freedom. True. Right? Jesus talks about freedom. So, you know, to encourage you, I think the very fact that you even consider whether it is shows yeah. that those things aren't. Because mm-hmm. honestly, most of the time when someone's making something an idol, an idol, right, meaning... What we're meaning by that is like we put it, it's the most important thing in our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, the old saying is everybody worships something, right? Whether they, they call it God, a God or not. That's right. Relationships, money, sex, alcohol, um, fame, sports, right? That's right. Um, what I think is interesting is the, the fact that you're even considering that shows you aren't. Because most people that make things idols, I don't think they're even aware of it or they don't mm-hmm. want to. Here's the scary thing. I know there were times in my life. Early in my Christian faith, and that really should have had, you know, at 21, 22, that really affected my entire life yeah. was, I don't think, first off, no one told me that. But even if they had, I would have justified it. Because I don't know if I was at the place in my life that I was willing to hear it. Hmm. And that's what's scary sometimes. So to encourage, but to encourage you, man, like, <clears throat> I don't think, I definitely think God wants you to enjoy things. To enjoy life and absolutely that's freedom in Christ. Freedom in Christ tells me as much as I'm, you know, I think about this all the time. Like, okay, God is my Father. I am His Son. Because of Jesus, He is pleased with me all mm. the time. I may not be pleased with what I do sometimes, right? Because sure. the action, but He's pleased with me. What does that mean? Like, He made this originally made this world for me to walk it for us to subdue it to rule it in His name to enjoy it. So I can enjoy that, man. And in the very act of enjoying it while recognizing who he is in my life mm-hmm. is worshiping him hmm. because That's I'm fulfilling good. what he told me to do. I like that. You know what I mean? It's just a thought I've been having. And, but but I would agree with you that sometimes the line is... Yeah, it's, it's blurry sometimes. Like Or like I even think of, uh, you know, I think of people in the Bible, you know, who, who maybe that was their original, like, mindset, right? Like, like we're going to... You know, we're going to take this, we're going to rule this, and we're going to, you know, we're going to enjoy life all for God. And before you know it, they're pagans. You know, like, <laughs> or, you know, or, like, or, yeah. you know, or like they're just doing something that's so against God, even though they think they're so blind to the idea, like, they just think they're enjoying what God's given them, but they're really just going against them entirely. You know, it's just crazy. Something that hit me, though, man, is maybe some of that is, maybe some of the times I am wrestling with where that line is because I'm not in. I'm not spending enough time to him with him to where I naturally know where the line is. Mm, that's good. So so I'll start to say, because that's where it's scary too. Like, okay, God, 
I'm going to learn how to please you, be like you, love like you without actually spending any time with you just because I know you. Instead of doing like, you know, when I'm in prayer, truthfully, when I'm spending time talking to God, prayer is not this, how Father art thou? It's just talking to him and, and praying and just you know thinking and praising and all those things. Man, I find myself naturally more at ease, mm-hmm. more comfortable, more at peace, and radiating joy and all those things. You know what I mean? It's right. almost like... Hmm. Uh, an afterglow. When I spend so much time with him, I walk away and I naturally have an afterglow of being like him. And it's easier for me to recognize where things are at. I see more clearly. You know, I don't know. Just a thought. I feel like it's funny, man. Like, I think faith... (laughs) I think we've said this before on the show, but like, I I feel like faith is so... You know, Christianity, like like the idea of it is so simple. It is. (laughs) When you actually like... like, If you were to take it down and write down what you're like, what you're supposed to do on a piece of... On just a it would probably take a single piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Like, this is life. This is what you do. But then for some reason, it's so complicated. <laughs> I think that goes back to Paul in Romans 7 because yeah. we have this part of us that's not fully fixed yet. Right? Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is doing it. We can't fix ourselves, yes. which that's a cool thought. You're sitting here and you and I are like, oh, am I going to do it right? And the truth is God's going to finish the good work he started in us. Regardless, so it's just, think about it too. are we going to make it a, <laughs> a longer process? Or are we going to be <laughs> obedient in it? Um, but yeah, man, I think it, it is simple. And I think sometimes for me, the line between, you know, yes, I need to follow him, but not letting my following him and my obeying him become about my ability to be good enough mm-hmm. and to be saved and to be close to him, right? Because the truth is, if he let me go, no matter how hard I tried, I couldn't hold on. He's the one holding on. That's right. I don't know if that makes sense. Absolutely. That's what it makes me think about. It's really good, man. And like, I don't know, sitting here like processing while we're doing this and like even going back to the whole numb thing, like, you know, I think another reason why is because I know how dangerous feelings can be. <laughs> yeah, me too. You know, and Especially like. Especially if you're a passionate person. Absolutely. And like, it's so easy to fall in and, and let that run your day. And before you know it, you know, it's funny, you know, life's full of moments. It's moment after moment after moment. And you have to choose whether or not to act into your feelings in each and every moment. And that is, when you think about it like that, it's crazy because that's a lot of moments in a day and that is a roller coaster like you just did. That, that is such a roller coaster. And it's so easy to think, well, I let my feelings get away from me in this one moment. But the, before you know it, they're doing it. It's that, happening that all the time. That moment is happening in one day. That's really good. And then good. before you know it, you're actually acting out in your feelings in a week, in a month, in a year, five years. And before you know it, five years have passed and you, you realize that, man, I didn't change for nothing. Because here I am still at reacting, you know, I'm not, there's been no change in that. And like, how yeah. crazy is that? You know, like, so then because people are listening, right. And we want to not just leave it there. So what do we do with that? What do you do with that feeling you have about the numbness and you don't want to be numb, but you don't want to go too far. So what do you do with that? I mean, um, I mean, we can even think of scripture instead of trying to figure it ourselves, like, what do we know? And I, what do we know, right? Because God's not leaving yeah. us in that confusion. I, I know, yeah to, re- yeah, to bring it around, I know that I am justified. I know that I've put my faith in Jesus and that I am saved and that there is no condemnation in Christ mm-hmm. and that I I am valuable. I know that I, you know, even if I do mess up, that I'm still free. Mm. I know that, you know, God is still working on me, like you said. You know, we're being sanctified to be more like Christ. Now, sanctify is just a holy, or holy. It's just a, a fancy word for being made holy, like God's holy. It is a holy word. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I, I know that no matter, like kind of what you said, like, I know that no matter how many times I may slip or try to run away, you know, he's got, he's got his, his hand on me. Like he, he's he not going to let go. go. I love yeah. that, man. I love and it. like, you know, I know that the Bible talks about it being a mystery and that I'm not going to understand everything. And like, <laughs> and that's okay. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I know that everything I'm feeling right now is, is just minuscule to what it's going to be after. Mm. So there is hope. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, seeking out what we can know too, not being so overwhelmed with what we can't know, even in day to day or in the big picture of the mystery of it, that we forget that we have things we can know. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I think I do that sometimes. I think the world does that too, right? Mm. <laughs> they focus on what they can't know instead of what got, <laughs> you hear a bear yawn in here? There's a Again, bear? I've There's never bear. heard a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Intern Clint does every single thing in the world loudly. If it's breathing, if it's yawning, if at, it's eating a burrito. At, at this point, we may chalk it up to a true skill. Yeah. I, I, the one week, I want you to understand, people, it was during our service. Yeah. And people heard he was yawning again, like a dragon. He's all the way across the room. You know, I'm here trying to speak. And I have to say, hey, is there a dragon? You know, maybe a joke. And a guy got a hold of me later and goes, hey, man, that's what you know. That yawn was clear as day. <laughs> People heard it. <laughs> we love you, Clint. But that, uh, oh, that's you so guys, funny. We should just start leaving in all of his sounds, and then people are going to know. You know? <laughs> but uh, we love that guy. Um, yeah, it's good stuff, man. Absolutely. I appreciate you sharing. I think you probably spoke for a lot of people, too. Yeah. You know, guys, we don't have to know everything. And it's okay. There's nothing wrong with you because you have days where you're going... What is this? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not wrong for you to have days where you wake up and go, life feels meaningless or life feels numb. Because the truth is, that's, that's God has said that, man. He, that's what I love about Christianity when people get, Jesus didn't lie. He said things like, you're going to have many troubles in this life. Yes. You're going to have trials. You know, God has said from the very beginning, all these kinds of things, you know. Thing, you know, without me, the pursuit of things as the ends, as the end, so the the pursuit of wealth as an end, the pursuit of relationship as an end, pursuit of fame as the end, right? That's the point. Will always be empty because God is saying, "You were not made. You were made to do those things, but without a relationship with me, you are always going to feel empty." And even mm-hmm. with me, because we live in a world that isn't perfected yet. That's right. Right. That that He hasn't come back completely fixed. You're going to feel like aliens in a foreign land sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you're going to go, why is there these parts of me that are yearning for something I can't put my finger on? Right. Which we've talked about, you know, that that we're yearning for the echoes of Eden, like mm-hmm. of what life was before all of this. Good, and, man. So I think, you know, if you're out there listening or watching right now, just know that don't be discouraged by that. You know, let let the Holy pray to pray and ask God to guide you in those thoughts and and think through it. And it's not wrong. Sometimes it's good to sit in those thoughts and not numb yourself or distract right. yourself, and That's really good. and to share them, like you said, because I'm kind of like you. If I'm not talking about it, mm-hmm. um, one, I'm I'm numb, or two, I'm so deep in my own head, and that's yep. a dangerous place to be. Absolutely, it is. So really, really good, good stuff, man. I appreciate yeah, that. Thanks for speaking into it. That was yeah. awesome. So, how was your week, man? Man, this is weird. I'm. Uh, let me <laughs> Clint's celebrating. The joke here is he doesn't ask me, but he's gotten better. Um, so this morning, 
I started to immediately tell you all these thoughts I had, and I stopped mm-hmm. and said I should stop right now because <laughs> otherwise we're not going to have anything real to talk about during real talk. That's and true. that should tell you guys, you know, this really did spring from us having these discussions in real life. Absolutely. And um, I, so I hope you guys have those and have people you can talk to. But so I have a lot, man. I have a lot to share. And even what you just said sort of spurred another random thought. Um, I should start writing this stuff down. So I'll start with the simple one. For the first time, I think it started yesterday, actually, but kind of like you, man, I had the thought yesterday, but I was like, nope. (laughs) And then this morning, I woke up with this thought. For the first time, I, since all of this happened, so I, over a month, really, since it's hit hard, I am feeling and seeing the change that has come because of this quarantine Mm -hmm. and because of the virus. And I'm seeing it, I won't say I had panic, but I had this moment of like, Somehow I saw reality, like mm-hmm. that this isn't normal. Right. Because what I've noticed and we talked about is like, man, we humans, this is a blessing and a curse. Right. We can make ridiculous things normal. Oh, we adapt. So yeah. And I think that's happening. And I think I was like, yeah, you know. And today I realized this is not normal. And what's really scary to me, so I'll make it personal and then I'll become the guy who thinks about God life and the church. And so for Todd, I really, sh- the people around me are changing. This is not an, if you're watching this, you're someone in my life, I'm not talking specifically about you. I might be, but it's really overall people, person after person, people are changing, man. Mm-hmm. They are becoming different. They are becoming okay with being on their own. They are becoming, uh, I, I actually texted my dad earlier. You know, we we have some deep talks every now and then, only through text because I don't see him a lot, but where I, I, I put it this way, I feel like people are falling into themselves. And they're okay with it. Mm. Like everyone is sort of truly quarantining themselves, not just physically, but emotionally, Mm. relationally. We are falling into this thing, man. And when I talk to people, if I try to push into it at all, like I would normally, which I wasn't even pushing into it. So let's say it's you. And, you know, I see you because we're quarantined essentially together. But a bunch of, but let's say it wasn't. I feel like I'd say, hey, how you doing? And I'm getting this, I'm getting this distance. I'm like, we are no longer where we were. I'm putting you, I'm quarantining myself away from you, even I in life. Understand. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Not only physically, but because we are physically quarantined, I'm going to quarantine you emotionally, spiritually, mentally. You are not in my life. Hmm. And I think a lot of people are doing that. And it really, so Todd, for a guy that pushes for change, right? like I love change in the sense of like trying to make things better. But if things change, in, in general, yeah. um, it can make me uncomfortable. And my temptation is to, like, this is my own wound. If I feel people, are, people, humanity around are, are pulling into themselves, then I'm like, I'm on my own then. I'll do it. I don't need anyone, right? And, and it isn't even a negative thing. It's like, this is cool. I'm fine with that. Yeah. So I've noticed that. It's a weird thing, man. People are emotionally quarantining themselves. Yeah. Which is such an odd thing. Um, that's an odd thing. Now, and I'm not comfortable with it. And it's funny because some of it's even like, so I think of a couple, uh, we have married couples in our church. Yeah. Duh. And it's cool because, I, you know, we've been focusing on the positive. I remember the, the memes that went out of saying, well, God is allowing you to have time with your family now. And God is like, you know, it's you and your, and like, that's all beautiful and good, right? But that's not the point. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing even married couples falling into their themselves, into their families, and that's it. That's all that exists. Yep. I see dating couples falling into themselves, and it's only them. And like that concerns me on a lot of levels, man, because one, as Christians, that's not the way it's supposed to be. So mm-hmm. Christian brothers and sisters, like, it's very American to say, like, I'm going to take care of me and my own and not worry right. about anybody else. That's very American. That's not necessarily... That's not a, the kingdom way, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we can justify it because in America, it's really odd that we tend to – I've said this before. It's kind of a shocking quote if you don't know me. But we we idolize family and marriage. Mm-hmm. We think that God's okay with that. No, I don't mean you shouldn't love your family, your wife, your husband. But right. I think people – you know, I also don't think God expects that to be the end-all, be-all of everything. Absolutely. Your family – is also just another means to glorify God, both in serving them, but also how your family is with the world mm-hmm. and inviting people into, you know, to be in community and relationship. And so, so it's funny because I'm like, oh, I see these good things happening, man. These couples, like I've, there's some couples who had some strain in the marriage and they've gotten closer, but at what expense? Like at mm-hmm. the expense of cutting out the rest of the world. Right. So when you look at it from a Christian perspective, mm-hmm. well, first of all, We'll get to this societally in a second. But from a Christian perspective, like just starting at a small level like our church, it worries me. Absolutely. Because that's going to become normal. And like I already get the sense sometimes when I reach out to people, they're like, um, what are you getting my business for? Right. And it's like, what do you mean, man? I thought we were like right. family for like a better word. Like we are. And it's already being pushed. We're being pushed. We're pushing each other out of our lives because we're quarantined. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen, Lord willing, that everything comes back to normal, you know, how do we have that community now? Now it's almost like, are we going to take steps back to where it's okay to have the appearance of community without the depth? Hmm. Does that make sense? Because mm-hmm. I know that churches all over the world are doing their best to have that still. You have Zoom right. meetings and all that, but still like a Zoom meeting truthfully is like, hi, everything's great. Click mother. You know, as soon sure. as it goes off, you can go back to be, people aren't really able to be in your life. Mm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Or am I no, I'm with you. This is really good. And I think that. I think you're right. I think people are falling in. I love what you said. People are falling into themselves or their families. And like you said, like, but at what cost? And like, I think people are, people are starting to become more selfish right now. That's, I didn't want to say that word because I know people are going to get upset. Right. But isn't that what it is? Like, even if, if I'm married, okay, and I have kids even, and yes, okay, the Bible says if we don't take care of our family, it's worse than unbelievers. All right. I get this. We, we should. Nobody is saying that. I don't know why I have to preface, right. <laughs> but hear me now, world. Paul had to preface. I, yeah, he did. I am not saying families are important. Clearly, the Bible says that, but understand it's not either or. Or not, family's just an example. There are a lot of people that aren't in families in our church that are doing the same thing. Right. They're falling into themselves. And, um, yeah, man, it's just, it's not at the expense of mm-hmm. relationship and carrying of the burdens and like true godly values. Yeah, and real love. It's, because it is selfish. If I'm focused, if I'm married and I'm focused only on mine, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm still, is that what God wants? No. You know, I think what we're doing is we're succumbing to the world in that. It's true, man. It's the truth. Like, we're not, you know, what does life look like right now? We are, this, and again, I've, I've said this before, but this is why I love Jesus. And this is why I love Christianity. Because about 99.99% of the time, what you're supposed to be doing as a Christian looks Entirely different from what the world is doing. Radically. It's completely against the yeah. grain. And what are people doing in the world right now? They're quarantined. They are selfish. 
And they've, yeah, dude. And it's funny because we, we say, well, you know, and, I, and everybody knows we aren't doing in-service or uh, live group gathering. Right. And I, and, I, and I completely agree with that. Okay, I'm not saying we shouldn't follow the laws of the land and all that. Yeah. I will say at what point, at what point it does it become, because every Christian would say we follow the laws of the land until it opposes God. Right. At what point does it become that? I'm not saying we're there. I don't think we are. Right. But at what point does it become that? And I think that's something each of us as Christians should better start considering. Absolutely. Because right now we're all under the assumption this ends at the end of April. Mm-hmm. What if it doesn't? What if we go, you know, I remember early on they said, well, let's go into August. Mm-hmm. Uh, what then? Right. And like, why, you know, we assume we're at the worst. Guys, listen, I the virus, I won't get into too much of it. The virus is killing people. It's serious. Okay. So did the flu. I'm not saying it's not serious or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, boy, what are we willing to sacrifice to feel safe? Mm-hmm. But even on top of that, let's, you know, we're following laws of the land and all that. But does that mean that we're, but are we also using that to justify selfishness? I think it's very easy to. Yeah. Because, well, I have to be quarantined. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to take care of my family. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we say, you know, We've said it, other churches say it, and I'm guilty of this. Well, we've got all, we live in the time of technology and we can reach out to each other anytime we want, but we're yeah. not. No. We're not, right? Very true. Truth is, we're not, and we're okay with that. Hmm. And I don't think most people are consciously doing it. I don't think they're consciously saying, no. I'm going to be selfish. No, but I think not. that it's one of those things that if we're not careful, mm-hmm. if we're not careful, we can wake up. Two things. And in America, we don't recognize. Or we can wake up in a church we don't recognize. Mm. Even if the world becomes back to normal, man. Do you just that make sense? Absolutely. Well, yeah, because think about it right now. This is what, like, this time is a time that can very easily be used as a blessing. Absolutely. Like sure. you said, like, but all we focus. Yeah. But it also just as much can be a time... That the enemy can really take this, you know. I th- so what I think about this is, is in a way, you know, we are herd. You know, Jesus talks about herding us as sheep. You know, he wants us to go down that narrow path. This is such an easy time for us to fall away from that. Like, oh, that's good. It is. Well, you know? especially follow a different shepherd. Absolutely, because he says go this way. Well, what if Jesus said, you know, Jesus says love your neighbor as yourself, and the world says <laughs> keep social distance from your neighbor. Right? I mean, we're talking. Symbolically here, right? Because the, because the definition of social distancing. Think about that word social. Mm-hmm. That's a powerful way to think. What we really are meaning when we say it typically is physical distancing. But yes, I think it's really. This just hit me. This what is kind of powerful. Means. Social implies more than physical, dude. That means literally shutting yourself out. Yes. So we're what are we saying? Social distancing. It's like our minds inherently go. Well, that means I should not have a relationship with anyone. Yeah, that that literally means I shouldn't. Let's, let's dig in a hole and lay in it. That's it. Oof. Grave. <laughs> da, dun, dun. <laughs> da, dun, anyway, dun. man, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's... Uh, so I've noticed that. Hmm. So again, um, it makes me uncomfortable, man. And I'm fighting my own urges because yeah. people, when people are snotty, I confess this to the whole world. When, I, when people are arrogant or snotty, I just get so stone cold sometimes. You know me. I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't need anything from this person. Um, you know, sometimes people are like... Why are you so mad at other churches, Todd? And like, I'll, I'll confess that sometimes I can almost seem bitter because I get so irritated at like arrogance or, mm-hmm. and, and because I do like, 
that's a flaw of mine, man. And like, if I sent someone being like, no, stay out of my life, fine, I'll stay out of your life, you know, like, mm-hmm. but then I'm doing the same thing just for a different reason, but it's the same result. You're right. Um, and maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're hurt because people are pulled away from them. So then they pull away. And before you know, it, we're all pulling away. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. That's why it's so important to, to be real with yourself. Honestly, it's so important because you, if, if we don't, we're just going to justify this, justify that, justify this, justify that. And then before you know it, like you said, we're all just spread out, not even thinking about each other. And like you said, that's when your church is different or that's when your life is different or whatever it may be. It all changes. It reminds me of a proverb even like of how we all do this. Proverb 18.15 says, an intelligent man acquires knowledge and the ear of the wise seek knowledge. Hmm. And it's like... That goes all the way back to the sheep thing. Like, do we just accept things or are we thinking through these things, you know? And even, yeah. I don't know. But along with that, I told you there's a lot. I'll try to make it fast. Billy Todd, <laughs> shut up. Um, <laughs> along with that is the idea. I am obsessed lately with this kind of goes back to at what point do we just say we are living in fear? So I want you to picture. I'm not going comp- to. Oh, I know I'm going to get flack, whatever. Say we lived in an area where malaria was prevalent. Sure. Do we just never go outside? Ever? (laughs) So we're Christians. I never will go outside again (laughs) because a mosquito might bite me and give me malaria. My friend is out there drowning. I I look out. I'm like, oh, I live in a marsh or something. And I see him drowning. Well, I can't go get him. No. I'm in risk of malaria. uh, Hey. Can't do it. So physical distancing. You know, Mm -hmm. government says don't go out there and spread malaria. You know, get. What do I do? Mm. Or, you know, here's another one. The government, I know we're not there. I'm not making a comparison, but it, the thought is interesting to me. Yes. So you're in a country where it's illegal to be a Christian. Now, they, they may not say it's illegal, but it is, right? Right. Do I not go meet? Do I not go meet with you? Mm. Well, I could get him killed if I meet with him. Do I not give you a Bible? Do I not pray with you? And I'm telling you guys. You said this earlier. It could be an opportunity for growth. Like you need to consider this stuff mm-hmm. because I'm not. Please hear me if you're a new listener. I'm not saying I'm not. This isn't a conspiracy. It's not even political. It's more spiritual in the thought of it. Like I am fascinated by the excuse me the idea that we're being given almost a practice run of what some people in the world are oh, dealing absolutely. with on a daily basis. And we are crumbling, aren't we, man? Absolutely. If, I'm gonna take out. The physical distance that we have to yeah. have right now. Man, what? I don't know, man. What is going on? Dude, what is, I think it's know? such a... Does this a, make sense? Abs- no, dude, this, it's such okay. a wake-up call, man. It is if you let it be. Or it can become normal like we talked about. Yes. And then we're just... <laughs> it's, it's all ties together. Then it becomes normal. Then you're numb. Then you're... Absolutely, man. You, you think of, you know, people... Again, this goes back... I've said this before. I talked about it a couple weeks ago back. I think it was either... I think it was episode 40-ish range in the 40s. But um, I talked about for a couple weeks in a row about American, you know, American church. Like, we think that we are so bold and we think all these things. But something like this happens, man. We are crumbling. And this is nothing, nothing compared to what other people face every day. You know, I know I think on a Real Talk Live, we had a, a, a news article about a, a pastor in China who refused to stop spreading the word. And refused to stop giving out Bibles and got sentenced to prison. He's in prison right now, I'm pretty sure, in yeah. China. Yeah. Like, that's bold. That's the guy that's like Paul. He's going, I'm in these chains, yeah. but I still want you to be like me. Just but, not these. 
<laughs> like, that, that guy can say that. And, like, I'm not saying that we had to go to that kind of extreme, but, but like... what if we did? Exactly. But would you? If, if you were put in that situation, would you, you know? That's the question, man. And I yes. think that's how this can become a, a time to grow your faith. Absolutely. You know, it's almost like taking baby steps. So maybe for you, calling that person seems exhausting. Oh, I love this. You know yes. what I mean? Like calling someone, your friend, and, and knowing that like, I'm going to be on, on the phone for an hour. Like and letting yourself be present and being, yes. are you willing to do that? Okay, there's baby step number one. Number two, hey, I need, you know, your friend is sick. You, okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is. I'm going to say it's not COVID. Okay, they have a sinus infection and they're alone. Maybe it's that single guy or maybe it's that old lady who's got a sinus infection and she doesn't have any soup or can't mm-hmm. go out. And you're like, um, yeah, let me pray about it. Or do you go get her a can of soup and don't worry about whether or not like, yeah, you take precaution, but you don't let the fear of possibly getting sick stop you from doing the will of God. That's and so being, good, man. You know, I don't know. Those are those are steps, man. Absolutely. It, yeah, I don't know. Or even just... Taking a moment to look at somebody while you're going to your Walmart oh, and saying hi, smiling at people, something. Stand out. <laughs> you know? Be a light. Exactly. How are people going to know we're Christians? You know? It's crazy, dude. <clears throat> it's crazy. I'm telling you, this is going to separate us. You know? Even at this level, it's going to separate wheat from the chaff, right? The, chaff, uh, the uh, sheep and the goats, man. I think we're going to see it. We've talked about it since week one. The cracks in the foundation, the, mm-hmm. the gold paints, or, you know, whatever you, whatever analogy you want to use. I want to be a guy who's gold, right, through and through. I want to be a guy who, <clears throat> and and I'm as guilty as anyone. Same. Um, but mine's weird. It's not necessarily that I'm afraid of getting sick, but I'm afraid of looking like I don't care that people get sick. Does yeah, that sound? Absolutely. That makes sense because then they're like, "Well, he doesn't care about his people." Absolutely. And, or just, <clears throat> or, or for me personally, like to like to relate to you, like. Yeah, I'm just as guilty because I'm uncomfortable, and I let my discomfort derail me all the time. <laughs> like, so true, man. And like, but the thing is, the thing is about me that is different from a lot of people is I'm willing to admit that, and I'm willing to know that I want to change that, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be just another standard Christian. Yeah. You know, like I want to be able to break past that and boundary be better. and be better and be more like Jesus, truly, yeah. and actually do things. That are you know for God, like not just I don't I don't want to, and I love this because you you had a sermon when I first started coming two th- four years ago. I think it was in that same year, maybe three years ago. That was called Paper Christian. I don't want to be a paper Christian. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> and guys, we're 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 just talking this out. We're not condemning yeah, anyone. No, I'm guilty not. of it Again, too. Yeah, I I just said it. You know, I've been like, okay, fine. You want to? I'll cut you out of my life. And mm-hmm. I think I told you last week that I feel really convicted. You know, people are like, oh, you guys are doing a good job putting stuff out. I'm like, no, I'm not. I haven't reached out. You know, I reached out week two of this to to a lot of people in church. I haven't reached out. I haven't made calls like I should. Mm-hmm. And, Me either. And it's not. And I'm like, why haven't I done that, man? Yeah. And um, it's easy to fall into yourself. You know, yeah. fall into your life. And yeah. one of the things I told some of our, our huddle leaders that we tried to we're having, I'm, we're trying to set up these virtual huddles. Did I tell you about this yet? Oh, oh this is right here new. So what I want to do is have like virtual life groups. Okay. And so Zoom meetings for an hour with people and then setting them up all over so people can still invite new people and get to talk about what, have these talks. That'd be so cool, man. I like and that. like a lot of people just weren't interested in being, that's okay. Like I get it. But what I reminded people is like, listen, sometimes community is not what you get out of it, but what you bring to it. Yes. You know? So even if I don't need, maybe I don't think I need something, which is ridiculous. Maybe you need me. 
That's and right. And vice versa. Absolutely. <clears throat> so that's why it's so important. Man, life is just life is supposed to be so unselfish. Uh, <laughs> and it goes back to um, what you said, you know, like I think if we think about it that way, maybe that'll help us right. not fall into ourselves. If I think because your feelings are going to tell you I don't need anyone. So you can't go by like, well, yes, I do. Maybe it's maybe you can motivate yourself by saying, well, even if I don't for some weird reason, maybe they need me. Hmm. You know, I don't know. Just a thought. So that's where we're at, guys. A lot going yeah. on. <laughs> and um, yeah, man, I think, like I said, wrapping it up for me personally, it's the first week, first day, last two days that I have really felt this. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've been concerned about what will this look like when mm-hmm. it's over? You know, not just the church here, yeah. but people, society. Yeah, you man, know, guys, it's, I think it's you've got to don't don't let don't be willing to trade long-term joy, long-term relationships uh, for short-term comfort because I think that this is a time, like you might, people are willing to trade a lot to feel safe. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, and that can mean whatever you want it to mean yep. in a big scale or a little scale. Anyway, we do have a couple questions. We still got time to do it. Wrap it up. I'm doing it. I'm answering one. <laughs> Because nah, <laughs> we got two of them, so you know I'm gonna do it fast. It's good. Hey, today was good, man. Absolutely, um, man. I loved it. Uh, let me see. These are easy ones, Clint. Don't worry. Uh, here's one. Does the having the Bible being read to you the same as reading it? I like to sit and listen to the Bible app being read to me. I do read it myself as well, but I feel like I'll be judged for it being read to me instead. So it sounds like they feel like they're. Two questions. One, is it okay to play it audibly instead mm-hmm. of reading it? Oh, it's absolutely okay. You know, as long as as long as you're taking in the information and and you're actually gathering it and you're able to apply it to life, absolutely, that's okay. Yeah, I would agree. Um, you know, do I think there's value in in, in reading it? Sure, okay. sure. And I think it doesn't have to be either or. But you shouldn't feel guilty about that at no. all. Uh, this one is pretty. I almost don't want to do this one because it's interesting, but mm-hmm. what was Peter's fate for denying Christ three times? Um, so there's a couple things here. Um, what was his fate? He was restored three times. Mm-hmm. Um, after he was denied, Jesus comes back and, and says to him, will you feed my sheep? And mm-hmm. Peter's like, you know, we get the picture of Peter sitting around the fire kind of ashamed. And Jesus said, hey, Peter, you love me? Yes, I love you. Hey, you sure you love me? Yes, I love you. You love me? Yes, I love you. You know, and uh, we feel, and and he's like, yes, and he felt mad, and God was saying, you know, essentially, he restored him and was saying, I know you love me, and it, what a beautiful thing that he was denied three times, and Jesus gave him the opportunity to take that back three times. I love it. That man. wasn't for Jesus, man. That was for Peter. So Peter still became the rock of the church. Peter still preached the first sermon. Peter still led 3,000 people to be saved. Peter still led the first church. Peter still performed miracles. That's right. Peter was always what Jesus saw that he was going to be. And that's the beauty of Jesus that's applied to you and me is that he sees who we are and who he's going to make us, um, not who we were or even who we are in that present moment, man. Mm. That's the beauty. So I hope yeah. that uh, helps you guys. I love it. Got anything else? Um, No, man. Just to close, thank you guys so much for uh, hanging out with us, listening or watching. Um, you guys mean so much to me, and I hope that you guys – this is a really good episode, I think. This is pretty raw, and like I hope you guys – don't take this as us coming at you or attacking you. This is more of us just thinking out loud. You know, this is real talk. 
Um, and this is how we, you know, Todd and I personally, this is how we process things for our own lives as well. And I hope, you know, this is us inviting you into our minds. And uh, I just hope that you can take something from it and apply it, not feel condemned because that's not what it's supposed to be. Not the point at all. We're right there with you. Absolutely. Other than that, I love you guys so much and thank you for watching and listening. Same thing. We got this new table. It's like you're sitting here with us. We hope you guys got something out of it. We don't pretend to be experts, guys. We don't pretend to sit on a high horse and judge anyone. We're just sharing with you our wrestlings. Big shout out to intern Clint behind the scenes. Thank you, brother, for everything Absolutely. you do. Thanks, man. Um, and thank you guys for your constant support, encouragement, love, all of those things. Please continue um, to support this ministry. Let us know you're still watching. Sometimes for us, we need that encouragement. I'm going to be Absolutely. real. We need to know you're still watching. So, uh, we know that by you watching it, but also by your likes and your comments and your sharing. That lets us know that people this people are getting value out of this. Mm-hmm. And um, I can tell you that they are. But you know, sometimes we can give in to our own insecurities and stuff uh, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again, the link up above is active. You can also donate to this ministry. I think people blow this off a lot, guys. We would love to have you partner with us. We are, Look at us. We don't, we're not richy riches here. This <laughs> goes sure. directly back into the ministry, especially during this time. So... Um, don't think any amount's too small, but if you want to donate to this ministry, you can give anytime at www.theremnant.life slash give, and you can donate directly to Real Talk if you'd like, the drop-down menu once or multiple times, whatever you want to do. Sure. Uh, other than that, we are on all podcast forums as well. That's right. I know that we just actually recently got added to, was it iHeartRadio, yeah. I think? So yeah. the next one would be Pandora, hopefully, so... Yeah, and do us a favor. Please leave a review on whatever podcast site that... You yeah, they, they listen from it. And that's that's kind of what your comments are on these Facebook. They're sort of your reviews as well, letting us know yeah. that you like it. And uh, we appreciate you guys. Uh, I think that's about it. Am I forgetting anything? I don't think so. Hey, guys, we hope you have a great day. We love you so much, truly. We're praying for you. Please continue to pray for us. And uh, have a great day. God bless you.